Dan Dickow here for Gonzaga Nation on the Gonzaga Nation Media Network. Well, just about time. Gonzaga is about to tip off in their eighth consecutive Sweet 16. Unbelievable to think that uh, they are the only program that is currently sits with that streak in the country 15 years since they were knocked out in the first round. Uh, and as mentioned, eight straight Sweet 16 is pretty incredible uh, when you think about what they have done. Um, well, the Sweet 16 is an opportunity to go against one of the absolute blue buds in college basketball, uh, the UCLA Bruins winners of 11 national titles. Gonzaga still chasing their first. Gonzaga and UCLA have matched up a number of times over the years in some really good matchups. A couple uh, non-conference games, um, one in Spokane, one in Polypavilion, uh, a neutral site game in Las Vegas, I believe it was last year. Uh, and then they've met in the NCAA tournament a number of different times. The NCAA tournament ones uh, always seem to provide some type of fireworks. The first one against UCLA in the NCAA tournament, 17 years ago, Adam Morrison's junior year, UCLA with a furious comeback to end up winning in Oakland at the old Oracle Arena. It's going to bring back a lot of disappointment for Gonzaga fans. They avenged that uh, a few years back, probably seven or eight years back with Kyle Wilcher, Shemek Karnowski, and those guys in Houston before losing to Duke in the regional final. And then the game that a lot of people um, can't believe still happened to this day would be Jalen Suggs hitting a half-court bomb to send Gonzaga on to their second national title game appearance where unfortunately they lost to Baylor. But this year, two different teams uh, coming into this one. Um, well, actually, I can't say two completely different teams because there's a lot of the same guys from that game a couple of years back. If you look at UCLA's roster, um, Jaime Hawkes, Tiger Campbell are still there. Um, those are two tremendous all Pac-12 players um, for the Bruins. Jaime Hawkes actually the Pac-12 player of the year. When you look at him, he averages about 17 points, about six rebounds, a couple assists, unbelievable on the defensive end. He's as tough as they come. Doesn't do anything absolutely awe-inspiring. He's a good shooter, not a great shooter. He's a good ball handler, not a great ball handler. Um, but he makes just winning plays. That's that's the best way I can describe him. Makes winning plays. Coach Mick Cronin does a good job of, of finding mismatches and then getting the mismatch to be guarding him and then isolating him, typically at the elbow or at the nail, where it's hard to bring help from. Um, so Gonzaga's got to do a good job on him. Tiger Campbell, four-year starter uh, at the point guard, a senior, um, one of the best in the country, top eight in assist-to-turnover ratio, um, just doesn't turn it over. Pushes it in tempo and transition when they need to, settles them down, gets them into good offense when they need to. He's a great defender. Uh, on the interior for UCLA, uh, battling some injuries. Uh, Adem Bona, a really good freshman, um, you know, missed the first round game, played limited minutes in the second round win um, over Northwestern. Uh, he's going to be important, and they're going to need him to to help slow down Timmy uh, and be a force on the boards um, if UCLA is going to to come out with this win. But he's very good. He's big, seven foot, two fifty, maybe maybe a little bigger. Um, good length, good uh, you know feet, able to move uh, on the perimeter in pick and roll situations, keep guys in front. Uh, and then their others uh, back, or sorry, their other interior, uh, not much of 
in the way of scoring. Uh, Kenneth Nuba and Mac Etienne both average about a point a game. They both had 10 points, oddly enough, uh, both career highs for each of them in their first round win against UNC Asheville, where they both played extended minutes um, on the uh, on the other injury news. Talked about Adem Bona a little bit. Um, you know, he's back. Maybe the biggest loss for UCLA, though, is uh, Jalen Clark, Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year, uh, out for the rest of the season after an injury injured Achilles. They haven't said exactly what it is, um, but anytime you hear that that word, that injury, it, it's not good. So he won't be back. That's a big blow because he can uh, guard multiple positions. Um, doesn't necessarily guard a five, but he can guard one through four as well as anybody Gonzaga has seen throughout the year. So with him being out, freshman Amari Bailey uh, has has kind of gotten enhanced minutes. He was starting to play really well second half of the year anyways, but now with Jalen Clark out, Bailey's really gotten into the rotation, really gotten uh, a ton of minutes, and, and he's a lefty that can score it, uh, shoots it just well enough on, on the perimeter to keep you honest, um, but he plays with good patience. You know, you look at Tiger Campbell, I talked about his you know, uh, tempo and the pace he plays with. Amari Bailey, for the most part, is the same way. He doesn't get rattled for a freshman. You, it's hard to speed him up. Uh, he's been really good as of late. 17 points in that first round uh, win in the NCAA tournament for them. Uh, the other injury to keep an eye out for is fifth-year senior for UCLA, David Singleton. Their best three-point shooter by percentage um, sprained his ankle late in that second round win over Northwestern and it didn't look good at all. Uh, so I haven't seen any reports, haven't seen or heard anything as to whether he's healthy, whether he's able to go and, uh, and, and play minutes if he's limited in any way. So that'll be something to keep an eye on as we get closer uh, to tip off. But there's a little breakdown of UCLA. To me, what it comes down to is UCLA um, by the metrics, second best team defense in the country behind only Tennessee offensively they're they're pretty darn good as well they're 21 in metrics through Ken Palm where on the flip side for Gonzaga they're one in offense and 76 in defense now their defense has gotten better the last six weeks or so um, but that just kind of a, a quick snapshot uh, showing you where where both of those teams lie with the the enhanced analytics I think the game comes down to who's able to control the tempo, who's able to control the pace. We know Gonzaga wants to play fast. They play faster than anyone in the country. Well, they don't play faster than anybody in the country. They play the most efficient at a fast pace than anybody in the country. They lead the country in scoring. Um, anytime uh, UCLA gets an opportunity, they will push it and run in transition, but they're more selective uh, with those opportunities. If they don't have it, they don't like it, they're going to pull it out and they're going to run clock and they're going to get uh, more than likely they're going to get into a pick and roll with Tiger Campbell, Jaime Jaquez, or they're going to get into a isolation with Jaime Jaquez uh, and as of late, Amari Bailey. But, um, you know, you look at, I think it's going to come down to who can control the pace. If Gonzaga can get out to a good early lead, that's going to allow them to, to play faster um, and when you're playing from behind, it's harder to dictate tempo of a game. Um, so look for that. The other thing I think is important is going to be uh, how UCLA uh, guards pick and rolls. Um, you know, do they do they hard hedge? Do they do they trap the pick and roll, which could provide a lot of opportunities for Drew Timmy in the short roll, where then if UCLA's in the paint with their help side, 
it's going to make Timmy more than likely a playmaker out of that. If if they're if they're soft, they stay at home a little bit more. It's an opportunity for Timmy to catch and attack in that short roll and and be a scorer. So that'll be interesting to to keep an eye out. The other thing would be, um, you know, who wins the glass. Neither of these teams uh, are crazy dominant on the glass. I would just say they're both really solid in that area of the game. Um, but if, if one team or the other can really kind of force their will and part their will on the game in that facet early, uh, they could set, set a tone. I think Gonzaga has done a nice job of that when they've been challenged physically, um, they've stepped up to that challenge, um, throughout the year, uh, turnovers shouldn't be much of a factor. Neither team, um, does a lot in the way of gambling and, and getting out and pressuring guys, UCLA, occasional hat full court press but but they're more of a uh bothersome defense in the half court where they make everything tough they're not going to allow you to dribble your entry areas they're not going to allow you to catch they're going to bump screens and cutters and, and make you score over the top the very rarely do they break down gonzaga on the other hand they might um go ahead and go to that three-quarter court press which they've done on a number of occasions this year with either strother or watson at the top um, reason being, I think, you know, that, that might be something they look at is, you know, they break it now all of a sudden, you know, whoever's got the ball for UCLA might try to quickly get into a pick and roll, uh, and you can kind of keep the ball out of Tiger Campbell's hands a little bit more and, and make somebody else initiate that pick and roll or that offense, uh, which is one reason a lot of teams will go to that, that kind of three quarter court pressure. Uh, and then once you get back in the half court, try to deny, um, the point guard of the ball as best you can. Um, so just a couple thoughts leading into this game. I think it's going to be a tremendous game. Um, looking forward to it. I'm excited. I think Gonzaga, uh, will prevail. Um, and that's saying a lot because as of about three weeks ago, UCLA was primed and poised for a one seed, a couple injuries, namely the Jalen Clark one, they lose in the PAC 12 title tournament game. Um, to, to Arizona and they fall from probable one line, maybe even overall number one seed to a two, um, they're a really good basketball team. And this is going to make for a, a fascinating game to see which big players step up in big moments and which team can, can come out with the win and have a chance to make it to a final four. So for Gonzaga Nation SI, appreciate you listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, or review. We will have plenty of content as Gonzaga continues to make their way through the NCAA tournament.